been a long time. It has been a long time. In fact, I, I checked over to our um, uh, website to see how long, and it's been like seven months, almost to the day, seven months. Wow. wow. November. It's been a long time. So Havelina 100, our recap, was the last episode. Yeah. I don't think and we the- intended for that to be our last episode. It just kind of was. <laughs> yeah, I, I think after that, because that was like the pinnacle episode, like that was the event. Yeah. And I think after that, we just kind of like tried to, you know, feel our way to see where, you know, what we wanted to do and but you know our lives got busy and yeah they got busy for sure yeah no it's okay you know life happens and uh it's so good to hear your voices again though I know well and you've been been uh social media AWOL so I can't even like (laughs) I can't even like get my little Christina fix on Facebook or anything I, I do miss you guys like I do. I do too. You couldn't help but miss us, really. I, it's true. It's true. And I'm very tempted to go back. In fact, I actually, I, I will confess, I actually added Twitter back to my phone. Mm. I did, but then I quickly deleted it. Oh. <laughs> I added it and it said open. And I'm like, delete. I could I wasn't ready because I knew what was going to happen. I was going to just stay on there. So I'm not quite ready, but I feel like. I know it's going to be very soon. It could be tomorrow. Who knows? I could add it again. I, I think it's good to take a break. Like I didn't have any social media things for years. And and I, I had Facebook years and years ago. And I think it was like in, I don't know, maybe 2010, I think I I deactivated my Facebook account and I didn't have, I had a Twitter account, but I didn't know what the hell you were supposed to do with it. Like, I'm like, what am I supposed to put on here? So I just had one, but I I never, ever used it. And I deleted Facebook and then I just didn't do any social media at all. And, you know, I survived just fine. And it was really nice, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's weird though, because I forgot. I'm like, there was a time in my life when I was not on any social media and uh-huh. Facebook was the first one I went on and it was just an urging of a friend like, Oh, you should go on there. You should go on there. And then I went on there. It was like, Oh my gosh, this is like the best thing ever. Yeah. But I forgot what life was like. It's very strange. Well, it's funny. Cause Wayne had, um, he had Facebook. And so then when we moved, it was like right before we left Alaska that I, um, I had deleted my account and, um, but then he had it. And then of course we moved. And so he, you know, stayed in touch with all of our friends from, you know, family in Colorado. And then all of our friends that we left when we left Alaska and then, you know, just uh, in our travels and whatnot. And so he was always on there and he, you know, and he'd be like, Oh, did you see that video? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about, you know, and like any, <laughs> and he, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think sometimes he would get irritated because he's like, you know, it'd be like some popular video that everybody on the planet has seen, you know, whatever. And I'm looking at him like, I, I have no idea what you're talking about, I, you know. <laughs> and he was just fine, you know. So, anyways, but I, yeah, I didn't have it for a long time, which I think the kids were like glad because they're like, oh, good, we can have Facebook, and mom's not gonna, you know prowl around on our pages or whatever but <laughs> it's really funny you said that because I've actually experienced that 
like, did you see this? I'm like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> How did I survive without knowing that that, <laughs> that that cat jumped off of the deck and landed in a, a horse <laughs> trough, whatever, you know? I mean, some of the stuff is like, uh, yeah. But there's Funny. good stuff. I mean, we wouldn't know each other without it. So yeah, there's very that. true. Very you know, true. We would have never met each other. And you think about other people that you meet or talk to and, you know, so there's good to it. But it definitely can be super invasive if you let it. It's funny. I actually Googled, like, annoying things on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm reading this list. I'm like, okay, I think I've pretty much done everything on there. The and <laughs> say that's a whole episode. <laughs> I know. Uh, oh my goodness. So how are you doing, Melissa? Uh, <laughs> oh. You you had a you had a long run today. I did, yeah. Today was out there for a while. Okay. So, yeah. How yeah. was that? Pretty good. I think I heard a bear. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just happened to text what? it. I know. She's like, you... oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, Angela. Well, I thought it was a mountain lion because it, it sounded like roaring. I'm like, what oh. roars? And I'm running along, running up this really rugged trail. Well, running. I mean, <laughs> moving. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like howler monkeys. Do to do. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not in Nicaragua. There aren't howler monkeys here. What is that roaring sound? I don't know. And then I came home and I'm listening to different like animal vocalizations. I'm thinking, oh my God, it was probably a bear. I know three other or two or three of Rob's running friends have seen bears in that area in the past few weeks. So it seems likely. Uh, but it was, yeah. I mean, it was like, you know, not a dangerous situation. It was far away from me and the trail I was on was taking me away from the sound so uh -huh. it was a pretty are, are, yeah. are there a lot of mountain lions in that area as well there are i've never seen any i mean they're they're very elusive i think I, my thought it just sounded like a roaring of a lion that's why i thought of a mountain lion but i'm listening sure. to the vocalizations and it seems like it, it sounds more like a scream i guess of a mountain lion so it the roar sound was maybe Ooh. more of a bear. I don't know. Maybe it was like some really loud Katie did or something. <laughs> but it was, it seemed like I had never heard anything like that before. And I've run there a bazillion times. So uh, we shall funny. never know. Okay. <sighs> uh, I'm sure it was a huge predator oh. or maybe an insect. But it was nice to know. Like I'm standing there yeah. listening to the sound. I like I stopped. I'm listening and I'm looking, looking across the valley to the next ridge where where it was. And then I get ding. And it's this text from Angela. And I'm like, oh. And I'm like, well, I've got cell phone service here. That's an asset. So I text her. I'm like, I think I just heard a mountain lion. And you're like, okay, stay, get safe and sing. I'm like, sing. I knew, I, see, I knew I was supposed to do something. And then I'm like, what song should I sing? I can't even, like, I can't even think of a song. I can see clearly now. That's always a good okay. one. Okay. I'll, I'll try to remember that. Okay, so when I, this is really interesting because when I'm on a tra trail, like, especially, like, in an area I'm not really familiar with, or it's usually during a race when I'm all by myself, 
and I hear something, I do start to sing. But I don't really sing a song. I just kind of like sing and speak. Like, I am singing. <laughs> that's, that's really like what I do. Hello, bear. I'm talking. Where are Hello, you? I'm here. Yes, I am here. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. It helps. It helps. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Cool. And how's your running, Angela? I guess we'll just talk running a little bit. It's It's been really good. Like, it took a major down slide when we were moving. And, like, the month of March, I don't even think I ran 10 miles for the whole month. So, it was pretty bad. But um, doing really good. I ran 10, little, 10 and a half miles today and um, have some sort of routine again, which is good. So, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, really good because I was getting pretty cranky. So, yeah, it makes a difference. Oh, huge difference. Yeah. It's just been hard to get it, it, figure out how to do my, do it with my schedule. Cause my work schedule is not like a normal work schedule and Mm -hmm. I don't know, or I just need to quit being whiny about it and just deal with it, you know, but, um, no, that's hard. I think of that a lot whenever I'm out running and I'm like, wow, you know, with your work hours, that is just real that is hard yeah like a normal Mm -hmm. schedule I think and and maybe it'll be good it'll probably be good for me because it won't be like okay well here's your training schedule and you have Mondays off and you have Fridays off and so you will run you know whatever whatever and so I'm like okay well yeah I'm probably not going to get much running in like I try and get one run in between Monday and Thursday Mm -hmm. and then most of my running is Friday Saturday Sunday um, you know, so it just doesn't fit like a nice little cookie cutter type of schedule, but, yeah. but that's okay. It's been, it's been good. I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, oh, well that's, that's ultra training, right? Like I just keep yeah. telling myself yep. it doesn't yep. always, it always doesn't fit. So, but Adapting it's been good. And being flexible. Yeah. Yeah. And I bought new shoes, so I'm super happy. Which shoes? Oh, nice. Um, I bought Ultra, I think they're the Torin two and a halfs Ooh. or threes. Yeah, so they're road shoes. I haven't I haven't discovered like any good trail spots yet, or they're covered in snow still. So Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. So found some today, but there's still quite a bit of snow. So I'll have to wait a few more weeks before I can get out there. But and I need Is to find somebody still- to go with. Because I'm scared. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of it, bears that would keep you company. <laughs> well, I think there's, I don't know if there's a lot of bears, but I know there's a lot of mountain lions, like a lot of mountain lions. And so even though I tell you to sing, you know, I'm like, and I, I feel bad because I'm like, I always laugh when you guys tell me your wild animal stories. I'm like, okay, but really, I'm a total chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I had, if I had really seen a mountain lion out there, I, I would have totally freaked out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, would. I, I know people who have seen them. Yeah. I was and thinking of you, not, Christina, and your, doesn't it have a name, the mountain lion out by where you are? Like it has a name? We have a few, but the most, the most famous one is P-22. Oh, that's what it but, is. Yeah, P-22, yeah, P-22 is the most famous one in, in Griffith Park. Nobody's ever seen him, though, 
It's oh. only through like, you know, the night cameras that catch him. But I don't like to, well, actually that's not really true. He actually came down one time. I think this is a couple years ago. He actually came down out of the mountain. He was actually hiding in this little crawl space of a house that was being, uh, that was under construction, oh my like renovated. God. Yeah. And one of the construction workers had seen him and just, just literally like mountain lion started screaming. And I think they were, I, I'm pretty sure they were able to get him out. I don't know what happened. I'm not sure if they, you know, tranquilized him and moved him back up or if he moved out on his own. I have, I have no idea, but um, yeah, I think that was the only really incident that someone's actually seen him. Wow. And uh, I've, I've heard he kind of roams around in like areas that there's like, certain trails like Griffith Park has a lot of trails there's like 50 miles of trails in that that area and there's parts of that park that I have not ran in and one of the reasons is because not there's not a whole lot of people on them and I'm thinking well this would be a great opportune time to run into P22 (laughs) yeah that'd be scary I think I'll just stay over here on this side yeah plans are scary I I mean that's like they're scary yeah. Yeah, they are. They are. A friend of mine was hiking with a friend and, um, she, you know, they were just talking. Her friend, her friend was talking and she just like grabbed her arm real quick and just said, stop. And there she noticed there was a mountain lion just, just right in the distance, just surveying them. The, the, he, I mean, mm. just staring them down. And they just like raised their arms really big and waved and talked really loud and, and made themselves it just look big. Off. They're like, okay, let's just let's just back away. <laughs> but I think they, I'm not, I think they backed away unless they just kept going. I have no idea. I think it, I think they backed away. But yeah, and then it just kind of wandered off. But that was the only yeah. I, I I don't know what I would do. Like I would freak out. I think I would generally just really freak out. I would like to know what you're actually really supposed to do. I mean, I guess I assume if you're making noise that really they don't, then, the, you know, they don't necessarily want anything more to do with us than we want to do with them. But, you know, especially in like some of the places you like the trails where you go, I mean, like those trails are, even though there's what I've seen anyways, like from your videos and stuff, it looks like they're pretty well traveled, but they're still, they're out in, in their, in mountain lion country. And, and so they're going to be there. So I don't know, I guess I would like, I should ask Wayne. I'm sure he would have the right answer, but I'd like to know what you're really actually supposed to do. Let's have Wayne on as a guest next time. We could have an episode. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's, there's definitely a lot of mountain lions, like in the, the Santa Monica mountains, yeah. and they have like all you know their their names are like you know P forty five, P forty six, and then like oh more cubs, you know, and just like oh P P seventeen, and you know, I, I don't really. I, <laughs> why do I would they? Why just, do they all have P's for their initial? Does that mean something? Yeah, that's a good question. Maybe because if people see them, they're probably going to pee their pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was very unscientific when I studied howler monkeys and I gave them all people names. 
<laughs> which probably is not advised. I'm sure. Patty like, and Danny. And... No, <laughs> people. Yeah, people do. Primatologists do. It's, it's not as uncommon. Jane Goodall did that. That's so, what I was going to you know, say. Did she enough? name yeah. those? Yeah. Monkeys. Flow. The chimpanzees. Chimpanzees. Different okay. than different than monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. They were all people who, names. Who was the Who was the lady that studied the gor- gorillas? Diane Fossey. That's what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She named them too, didn't she? Yep, I think. <laughs> I think she did. I would. Oh goodness! And how's your running, Christina? Since you asked us, bless you. Well, I will say it's on the upward swing. Good. So, so May was my lowest month um, in, in a while, and. I've already, I've added up my miles for this month so far. And I'll just give you a little, little, uh, a little snippet of how much I've kind of bounced back. So in the first, let's see, today is June 11th. And so far I've ran, I've done more miles in the first 11 days than I did in 25 days in May. Very good. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there's a little upward swing. I don't know. I think just May was a low month, but that's okay. You know, it's okay. And did, it's you okay. did that but race. I, when did you do that race? And I don't remember what the name of it was because I don't. A, April. April. That was the Leona Divide. Yeah. Leona, Leona Divide. Divide. And that was April 22nd. Okay. So that was the last time. And then in the last weekend was the first time since I've been on the trail since then. Oh, wow. Which is a long probably, stretch. It was probably okay that you yeah. took some time down in May, though, because you had that big race in April. So that was okay. Yeah. And then I would like still, like, I would turn my right foot in Ooh, no. and I would feel it still. Like, I would feel that little kind of achiness from when I rolled it. So I just, that was part of the reason I kind of kept my miles low. Oh, you know, it really hurt when I ran. It was just when I, or if I, you know, stepped really weird, it would, I would kind of be aware of it, but it wasn't problematic, but I figured the low miles will kind of help it. But even if I press on it, right, like right now, I can still feel it a little bit. Hmm. So I don't, I don't really know what's going on there. Um, I'm not too, too worried unless, you know, if I roll it again and it's even worse, but so far so good, but there is a new development. <laughs> that Ooh. I I have um, well kind of so I've been having a little achiness at on the back of my left foot heel, which is uh. weird. So I don't know what's going on there either. It doesn't hurt when I really like run, but after like, I can kind of feel it, like down on your heel part, but or up on your ankle. Yeah. Yeah, like right in the mm. back of my heel, like below, like the Achilles area. Yeah. Right there. It's... Mine is on my Achilles on my right foot. And like it, all the time that I took off running didn't seem to help. Like not running didn't help it any. So I haven't, I don't, but it doesn't like when I'm running now, it doesn't bother me. I was doing some KT tape for a while and that helped. Mm-hmm. And now it, this is so this is weird 
so put your little metal. I don't know what it does, but like if I sit down a lot, like when we're traveling back and forth to Colorado and you're in the car for seven or eight hours, when I get mm-hmm. up, my Achilles hurts. Oh, like yeah. I literally sat oh. on my ass all day long yeah. and I get up and my Achilles hurts. I, what it, What is that? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's exactly. It. So, so, well, so I was, I was reading about it and it started up be about a week or so ago. And I was reading about like, you know, uh, the Achilles pain and heel pain it had to do with like uh, a, uh, you know, quick increase in mileage, right? Uh, uh, hill work, speed work. And I'm like, well, I'm not doing any of those. <laughs> so I don't, but I have, um, I have an idea of what it might stem from. And it, I think it has to do with two things. So remember I had those ultra running shoes. Yeah. So I stopped wearing those for running because I, my foot ended up hurting and I kind of attribute it to those shoes. So I stopped wearing them, sure. but I, I started casually wearing them like leisurely, not running, but like walking around. Yeah. So I kind of think it may have to do with that. And also the, hmm. the, the, the shoes that I was wearing when I was running are not as well supportive as they used to be. Mm-hmm. So it might've been a combination of those two things. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because like I, um, like will wear my old ultras for like just wearing like tennis shoes. Cause it's literally the only tennis shoes that I own is ultras. Like I don't even have any like old, whatever Saucony's laying around or nothing. Like all that I have are my ultras. And, but when I go to work, um, with the, especially with the weather, it's been dry, so it's not bad, but before like everything dried up from the winter, I wear, um, steel toe boots to work and they have, um, they have a little bit of a heel on them, not much, but they have a, you know, a little bit of a heel. So I've got my boots on and, when I was wearing those or I have, since it's been, the weather's been nice. I have a pair of clogs that I wear and they're not dance goes. They're like a cheap knockoff type, but the same thing, they have a heel on them. So obviously not a zero drop shoe, but as I've been wearing those during the day when I'm on my feet and going to the store or whatever else, it's been hurting less. But then as the weather's gotten nicer and I wear my ultras around during the day or I'm barefoot all the time, or I was wearing my ultras to work, then it's been bugging me again. Shoot. So, so maybe it's not, I mean, and I think you're probably okay doing like for my runs, but then that's only a few hours out of your day, but maybe that's not a good method of, you know, whatever, being on your feet all the time and not having any sort of, lift in your heel yeah Mm. yeah that's good thinking Mm. what do you wear for running christina i normally wear brooks i think i I like that yeah i think the the brooks adrenaline i tend to like those ones that model tends to tends to make my feet happy or you want your feet happier (laughs) Yes. Yes. May I say something? Because I think in one of the other podcasts, I said something uncomplimentary about ultras. And I'd like to (laughs) 
correct oh that for the record. Let's go back to episode yeah, 12. I feel really, I don't know what episode it was, but it was, I had only ever tried the original, original Ultra Lone Peaks and I didn't like them. This was like years ago. And I must say now I've been wearing the Ultra Lone Peaks. I started with the 2.5s again and now I'm in the threes and I oh. love them. Love them. Do you like the threes? I haven't tried them on yet, but they look way different than my two and a half. They do. And I was really nervous and sad. And I kept buying all of the 2.5s that I would check like every day (laughs) until I could finally find no more in my size anywhere. So I had to switch to the threes. And um, Rob wears ultras and has a, a bunch of different kinds. And he had told me that he didn't think that the threes felt any different than the 2.5s. But I was worried because mm. I loved the tread on the 2.5s. I do too. And I was worried the threes are completely different. And I was worried that I wouldn't like them. But yeah, I, I don't notice anything feeling different about them. And I love them. And I would marry this shoe. I just, I love it. <laughs> I'm told that there's a 3.5 coming out too now. And I'm like, oh man. Oh, I'm sure. It's, it's Did you be- see they have their smart shoe? Now, have you seen that? I haven't, but I've heard of it. Yeah, so it's got like, um, I don't know, it's because I just bought a pair, so it's perusing the website, but it has like some sort of like a little, whatever, little sensors in the foot and the pad of your foot, and I think on your heel, and it like, it, there's of course an app that ties to it, but it tells you like what your, you know, how, mm. what your stride rate is and like how, if you're putting more pressure on one foot over another and all kinds of stuff. I do not want this. No, I just, I will, I'll just keep buying the threes and then. Th- yeah, it, I don't, I just, I what think I, w- I would get yeah. like, yeah, I would get like too weird yeah. about looking at the data. I, I would, that would stress me out. I just want to put on his shoes and run. And that's what, you know, years and years and years ago when I started running marathons, I just had a shoe that I wore and every time I would just buy that shoe. And when they made a different version of it, I just kept buying, you know, whatever they came out with. And I hadn't had that with trail shoes. I hadn't really found anything that I liked. And now I just feel like very, I don't mm. have to think about it. It's just ultra lone peaks 3.0. Okay. Now 3.5 is whatever they're going to go to. So I am, I'm really liking those. Um, oh, good. I did like, I did have a lot of trouble with calf ankle stuff for several years <laughs> transitioning into that, but mm. I don't yeah. know, like it, things are going pretty well right now for me in terms of good staying injury free so very happy with that good that is good because you kind of had a string there for a while yeah like all that time we were training for javelina and during javelina and after javelina (laughs) (laughs) oh by the way our shoe talk episode was episode 14 14. (laughs) oh you were so strike strike my negative statements from from the record i am full on board with ultra running now very good sometimes i think i would like i think well gosh maybe you should try a different shoe but i nope i i my toes i just don't think would be happy in anything else like there's Mm -hmm. i love the toe box on those shoes and i tried on some sauconies and i tried on a pair of I don't know, maybe, what is that, a, a Zumo something, a, what is that other brand? Mizuno. Pearl something. Oh, Pearl yeah, Izumi. Pearl Izumi. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and they were like, oh, no, these are supposed to have plenty of room in them. And I put my foot in them and they, my, no, my toes were <laughs> squished. I said, nope, I don't, my, I need to be able to like spread them out. Yeah. And so I just don't know that I could wear. If you find something that works, just, just go with it. I'm going to stick Share. with it. And my new ones are super cute. They're purple and black. Oh. They look like chocolate covered cherries. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. They're pretty chocolate, cute. Chocolate covered cherries sound good. Mm. Mm. I make a really good chocolate covered cherry smoothie. <gasps> really? Really. Spinach or kale, frozen uh-huh. cherries, some yeah. cherry concentrate juice, and either cocoa nibs or cocoa powder or chocolate protein powder, a little water, a little soy milk. Ooh. Is everyone Delicious. out there writing this down? <laughs> yeah. I've actually, so I've actually just added cocoa powder and cherries and banana. Mm. Forget but, about you know the, bananas. Yeah. Like, you know those... You know the nibs, the the cacao yes. nibs, are, yes. they get they get you wired. Like they get me wired. Oh. Really? Because they have such a yeah. Because they, they have like caffeine. I really like them in my smoothies, though. Yeah, I made a mistake one time of having a smoothie in the evening, like at five o'clock, oh. and then I just could not sleep. <laughs> so I make that a bre- breakfast smoothie or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would yeah. recommend it. A yeah. lot of people yeah. use it as, as a substitute for coffee. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And some people but, add it to their coffee. Oh. But you know what? But I've had them before and like I'm kind of sensitive to caffeine. Like I can't, like it takes me all morning to drink my to-go cup of coffee. If I have two cups of coffee in a day, it's like a, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And my little heart goes bing, 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 you know, like so sensitive if I drink caffeine that way. Me too. Uh-huh. But if yeah. I have something in, um, but I never felt that way with those. Is it cacao? Is that how you say it? Cacao. I call I call it cacao nibs. Yeah, but I don't remember. So, and I tried some. There's another one of those natural sort of stimulant things. It's um, maybe is it Herbamont? Maybe. Herbamonte. Yeah, but I don't remember yeah. it giving me the jitteries or the heart thumpies or anything else but I felt really good with it so I wonder if there's a difference I think there is I think it has like the same I've heard this about yerba mate that it has the same sort of properties as you know caffeine but it doesn't give you all those like the anxiety or the anxious uh, jitters yeah I don't like that feeling at all no I don't either Hmm. But I love the taste. <laughs> <laughs> now you were off the coffee okay. for a while. I was, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. that was uh was it I don't know if that was really easier or harder. Cause that was really Yeah, I did miss it. I yeah. did miss it. But I started having herbal tea mm. and um that was really nice. I, I have a, a really nice herbal tea. Yeah. So it was really good, but I, I did miss the, the coffee. Um, but then I started having it again. Okay. I have it now. So you're back on the coffee. But I have decaf. I do have, but it's decaf, but it's a really good decaf. It's very, it's, it's really good. It's tasty. And just decaf? Uh, so, well, no, I have no, had a okay. little caffeine. Yeah. I've had a little caffeine in there. Yeah. Not too much though, because 
I find myself getting more and more sensitive to it. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. I have caffeine like every single day, even if it's just less than half a cup, really, if I don't have it the next day, I'll get a headache. Hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. But I still love it. I know. It's like a deterrent for me to like ever quit it yeah. again. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the same way as both of you, too. I'm super sensitive yeah. to it. I drink yeah. half decaf, half regular. Mm. Ah, that's good. Have you ladies tried matcha? Uh, no. Maybe. I don't know. It's, I, I, I think, oh. It's like Maybe a matcha. Matcha's like a, yeah, it's like a green, green tea. And I've heard it has caffeine, but it's not as, like, it's a, it, I heard you don't get that big, like, kind of, like a like a crash it's a little bit mm. more steady energy yeah so yeah I, I don't like that feeling of I don't like I don't know I mean like I drink I take a cup of coffee in the morning mm. and it it will take me until and whatever so we leave the house at four o'clock in the morning it takes me until at least nine o'clock to finish that cup of coffee so I, I like a slow consumer of it. Like I don't drink it down super fast. So maybe that's why it doesn't bother me real. Yeah, if you're you know having I mean? one, if I drink it that yeah, way, one cup of coffee spread out over five hours <laughs> is probably a much more steady, like slow release. <laughs> coffee yeah. makes me jittery, but I chew run gum sometimes. Have you ever tried that? No, it. okay. it, it's caffeinated gum. I you love it. You can get REI, right? Uh, you can't. Maybe you, you can. can I've ordered it the one? from the company before. It's just caffeinated gum. I first tried it when I was running across the years, and it's great. Um, and I use it on runs a lot. I've used it in ultras a lot. I love it. It's just like huh. a piece of gum, and it doesn't make me jittery or. Just anxious nice energy. yeah it's just like oh I feel better now and it's a weird like you could be it, it helps me deal with nausea and pain and tiredness and whatever you just like pop a piece of that nice. and I, I feel better um so yeah we use that Rob used what kind of caffeine's in it is it like well, green tea extract or something you know I don't know but I think it's 50 milligrams I mean I feel like I'm getting more caffeine from that, then when I drink my super light, almost all decaf coffee, but it 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 affects me so much better when I chew the run gum. So, and my Rob has Rob doesn't drink coffee ever ever. He doesn't drink soda. He doesn't have any caffeine at all. But he he chewed run gum during the hundred miler he ran last weekend. <laughs> yeah, and he that helped him stay alert during the night. Does yeah. he ever do caffeine during any of his Never. races? Like, no, not no. usually. Although there's so much stuff now that's caffeinated, like cliff yeah. shots and tailwind. Yeah. It's a little hard to stay away from it. So he has actually been doing that a little bit. Um, mm. But yeah, he. I noticed because I was pacing him during his ultra and there was a moment like he felt really, really, really bad. We'd been walking for a long time it was i don't know two in the morning or something and i was like hey rob you still got that run gum in your pocket you want to try that and he popped a piece of it and like two minutes later we're running again wow (laughs) may have to try that yeah run gum we love you (laughs) 
We'll have to chat with him about his race. I kind of wanted yeah. to know how what his thoughts were about it. I would too, frankly. Like we haven't. <laughs> he doesn't talk yeah, that much did, about it. That's true. He doesn't talk. Much. How did it go? So a week before the race, he announced, "If we aren't doing anything next weekend, I was thinking of running a hundred miler in Wisconsin. We live in Colorado." So uh, I was like, okay, I guess. It kind of would allow us to see some of our Midwestern family um, going there. So we went there. He did the race. Uh, It was a tough day. I mean, they had thunderstorms all morning, and he was running through shin-deep mud for like 30 miles. Um, I mean... Midwestern thunderstorms are buckets of rain, which is different than the kind of rain we get here in Colorado. Um, So he actually liked running in the rain. It was harder for him when the rain stopped and then it was just 90 degrees and 900% humidity. But, you know, he he did it and he came in. It was was a Kettle Kettle Moraine 100, uh, which is a great race, by the way, and the race director was just so great. I really think it was organized super well. Um, and there, the start-finish area was also where the runners would come back through at the 100K mark, and you could pick up a pacer there. And so I, Rob's parents were coming up, and they were going to be able to watch Will, and I had said if he wanted me to go with him as a pacer, I would. And he didn't think that he would want me to, but when he got there, he decided he did. So good. I I took off and yeah, ran the next, I don't know what it was, 11 or 12 hours with him to the finish. And he pulled it in sub 24. There was That's some, awesome. There nice. was some dark, dark moments out there, but man, he powered through and it was pretty amazing. But I was the one who was hysterical and emotional and crying at the finish line. And he's just like, yeah, all right, I'm done. Okay. Hey, I did that. (laughs) And I'm, you know, this this emotional mess, but it was super cool. I mean, it's rare that it was just a super weird, I don't know, date night where we're out in the middle of the woods running all night and randomly hitting aid stations and eating guacamole and I'm trying to remind him to eat. And, uh, but like, we really didn't talk much. Mm. I mean, we were, it was all business and yeah, we did not talk about how are you doing? How do you feel? Cause I knew how he felt. He felt terrible. (laughs) I wasn't going to ask him. (laughs) So like, I I know I could see him like his, he couldn't lift his feet off the ground. His hip flexors hurt so bad, but I'm like, not going to talk about it. Just going to keep moving. Tell you to keep running. It was never one of those things where like he wanted to stop and I had to convince him to keep going. No, it was never like that. I mean, he was Mm. always, very determined to move forward but it was it was just such a cool experience to get to do that with him and I kept thinking there's never in my life will I get to do this again because he's such so much of a stronger runner than I am like even at the end of a hundred miler he's still able to run faster than me so it's just you know he just was going had a rough day and it ended up ended up okay uh, that I could keep up with him for that but I doubt Anything like that will ever happen again. So just try to hang on and well, enjoy he was, it. It was probably at that point just, it was probably just at that point, okay, let's just get this over with. Yeah, that's that's very much how he was. You know, yeah. yeah. 
So it was good training. Well, congratulations to Rob. Yeah, I'm super proud of him. I mean, it's such a great accomplishment for him. And uh, it was really special for me to get to do that, too, because I don't get to train much in the dark. I mean, I don't run by myself in the middle of the night (laughs) that often. So it was nice nighttime training for me to kind of work things out, figure things out um, for whatever is next. So. Very and what good. is next for you, Melissa? Oh, uh, well. <laughs> what you got going on, sister? <laughs> we, we, we rarely make definitive plans. Um, the first thing I'm doing about two weeks from now, I am going out and running 43 miles on the Colorado Trail by myself as a charity run. I set up a GoFundMe page and collected donations for the... Yeah. Children's Speech and Reading Center here, uh, where I take my son. He's dyslexic, and he uh, goes there for tutoring. And it's it's a really great organization. They're a nonprofit, and if families can't afford to pay, their children are not turned away. So they, they never turn away a child, and it's just so important for these kids to get the help they need because they're not getting it in schools. Um, so it's been really great. I've raised some money for them and I just set up this GoFundMe page. Like I'm going to go run, you know, this section of the Colorado trail. If you want to sponsor me or support me or whatever, send in a donation. So that is coming up pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks from now. So I, I'm, I'm, un, I'm unfamiliar with the Colorado trail. So how, how long is this? Well, you know, how long is it, how long is this trail? It's long. It goes from Denver to Durango. It's about 500 miles. So I'm not doing the whole thing. Oh, I'm doing like okay. a, a like a small <laughs> a small segment or a small section of it. It's divided into 28 segments, and I'm going to do. Well, I told everybody I'm going to do three segments. Like I hope that I'm able to do that. Um, but yeah, going to head out and, there. And what do you pick these segments? I'm sorry, it cut out a, mi- a bit. What did you say? Oh, what, what made you what made you pick these these particular segments? Uh, they're mm, close to home, and they don't spend a lot of time above tree line. I just didn't want to be like it's it's going to be a challenge for me. And actually, one of the segments I'm running is uh, I ran a lot of that during the North Fork 50 race last year. Um, oh, so you yeah. probably ran that too on your, I don't know if that yeah. was where you guys ran for your practice. Yeah, we run. ran part of it on that run up there. I did. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Now I know where you're at. So that's kind of where I'm going to start and then, uh, yeah, run just a few segments there just because it's kind of, it's, a, it'll be challenging for me, but it's doable. Like it's not dangerous hopefully <laughs> that I'm in over my head because it doesn't go up to the super high altitude. You know, it doesn't go up to where it's going to be covered in snow still, hopefully. Um, so yeah, it's kind of just logistically it's close to home and it's a more doable section of the trail for me. So that's why I chose it. Cool. You know what I thought was cool about that? Um, because I did, I, I donated to on your GoFundMe page. Yes. Thank you, um, Angela. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which, um, but the coolest thing about it was, is that the, I, whatever he is, the principal, the president, the whatever, the CEO, whoever he is, the guy from the, 
um, the center that you're oh, the director, I think is the director, <laughs> he sent an email out. I'm sure he did it for everybody that yeah. funded. Like, I didn't think it was like just for me, but he sent this really nice letter out that said, you know, Hey, all of, all of this money that she's raising is going directly to, to the center to help other kids. And I, I mean, it was just, mm-hmm. um, and he was very, like, he sounded very, sin- came across as being very sincere and appreciative of what you're doing. And I don't know. I just, I was like tickled pink that I got that email. Oh, that's good. Cause he had contacted me and he was like, do you think, you know, would, would people appreciate it if I wrote them a personal thank you for this? I like to do that whenever we get any donation. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, sure. I thought it was great. I thought so it was great. Glad. Yeah. He's a really great guy. And when I, I, yeah, I just kind of got this idea back in January and I went in to talk to him about it and he found out his daughter's an ultra runner surprise oh, Colorado cool. like yeah <laughs> and it, so he knew exactly you know I didn't have to explain that it's crazy to run 40 miles <laughs> or whatever yeah. so he, he knew exactly and yeah they're they're pretty pretty in, excited about it so it feels really good um to be able to do something positive out of what has been yeah. an extremely mm-hmm. difficult uh, and negative experience. I mean, the, the center has, has really changed our lives. So, um, so the mm-hmm. reason I texted Melissa this morning was because <laughs> I was reading, I bought, um, Dean Karnazes books, the road to Sparta. And so I, I get up in the morning and I'm always up before everybody else. And I drink my coffee and I read and stuff. And so I'm reading along and in his book, he was talking about when he was a kid and he said, you know, as a kid, he said, and he said, I was dyslexic. And I'm like, what? I, I must tell uh-huh. Melissa this information. So that's why I ended, I texted her sort yeah, of about I, it. I'm like listening to a bear <laughs> or whatever it was. And I get this text, Dean Carnassus is dyslexic. <laughs> 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 Which is great. Like, I, cause so, yeah, I mean, it's the same for dyslexic kids. Now the struggle in the school, like all this, like what's wrong with me? Why can't I read? You know, yeah. my son has been go it's just been horrible ever since he first walked in the door of kindergarten until yeah, I finally I figured out oh he's dyslexic that's why he's having trouble so um you know it's been hard for him and he you know he has decided he wants to run the Berkeley marathons you know this yeah. this enigmatic difficult <laughs> race in in yeah. Tennessee and so he's training for that and he actually is he goes out and he run he runs quite a bit and he asked me one day mommy would i be the first dyslexic ultra runner and i said i don't think so knowing what i know now of being involved with yeah. the dyslexia community like these yeah. people are resilient and tough because they yeah. have no other choice they have to be and i'm like i bet there's a lot of dyslexic ultra runners mm. <laughs> so yeah, <but> <laughs> Uh, but you know what I thought? I'm sitting there this morning and I'm thinking about Will and then I, uh, that Dean Karnazes and all, all of the amazing things that he's accomplished as a runner, you know, and as an athlete. And I've thought how I, I'm thinking I need to write him an email. I need to write Dean Karnazes an email. I need to tell him about <laughs> Will who wants to run Barkley. I was also composing an email in my head as I was running away from the know. bear and mountain lion. I, I was like, oh my, I was like, oh my gosh. 
<laughs> my son would love to meet another dyslexic ultra runner. So, and that was what yeah. was in my head. I was like, if if I make it home from this run, I'm going to Google Dean Carnassus dyslexia, and I'm going to Google mountain lion yeah. vocalization. Like just <laughs> what I heard. So I haven't looked up Dean Carnassus yet, but I have been yeah. listening to mountain lion and he's done a lot of stuff like a lot of the stuff that he's done running and things has been for for kids and for things like that so Mm -hmm. i mean he i think his heart he he's bent that way anyway so anyway i i did appreciate getting that text when i was out there and it was also like whoa i have cell service here like (laughs) i'm potentially listening to a mountain lion but Yet I can receive a text message. We're living in the future. It right there on your smartphone. You could have said, "What does a mountain lion mountain lion vocalization?" And then I'm like, "Why didn't I record it? I I don't know. It just would (laughs) have." But I didn't think about that. I was just because you were running. (laughs) Yes, you were running. Anyway, Uh, okay. So when is your your event, Melissa? Um, it is going to be at the end of June. Sorry, I'm like paranoid about giving exact <laughs> dates and oh. locations of where I'm oh. going to be alone in the wilderness. So oh. um, I'm saying the end of June on the Colorado Trail. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we can find out all the details I'll, I'll, after you run it. Yeah, I'll tell you too later. <laughs> okay. Perfect. <laughs> we'll have the super secret information. I'll have a spot tracker with me, you know, and all yeah. like safety, Good. whatever. So Good. Yeah. Oh. So what about you two? I'm What's a little next? nervous. Oh, 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 well, I'm a little nervous. I, I, I have all, all faith and confidence that you're going to be fine. I think I'm just feeling a little, I don't know. I'm a little nervous. Okay, so I'm not I even running it. I'm getting I'm a little <laughs> nervous myself, too. I'm mostly nervous about getting lost. And running out of water. Because there's one section I won't be able to see Rob for about 16 or 17 miles. So I will have to refill water from streams. Can can you put a stash out there? No. Somewhere? No. Hide not, it somewhere? Not there. Uh, yeah, it would just be too hard to... There's no roads at all through this section. So there's just oh. like, you know... 16 miles where I will be alone in the wilderness. <laughs> so well, unless there's yeah. other people out there though. There may maybe. Yeah. 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 It's Colorado when it's a trail. There's going to be other people. It out is there. this area, the one yeah. that particular area is not highly trafficked just because it is more remote. Yeah. Um so the sections on either side of that segment do have a lot of trail users but people tend to skip that one just because it's more mm. difficult, but yeah. I'm going right through it. Yeah. I'm getting, yeah, a, just go for I it. am getting a little bit nervous because all along I've been assuming like, Oh, it won't be a problem for me to stay on the trail, obviously. But now I'm realizing like, what if I do get lost or what if I get confused in an intersection and if it's not marked? So I have a guidebook that's super detailed. Like it tells you every time you, veer to the left here and then you go around a corner and over a log and then you veer to the right and it's like but it's so detailed (laughs) that it makes me nervous like if I don't have this with me and I'm reading it constantly will I not know where I'm going I don't know so I'm I'm hoping um I mean people go there and hike like 
-hmm. it's got to be reasonably well marked. Um, so hopefully, just hopefully that that'll be okay. But I am, yeah, I'm a little nervous. You'll do fine. It's gonna, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be great. It's, it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> <You're> fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be thinking about you. <laughs> Thank you. I will appreciate that. I will be thinking about you too as well. We'll send you random texts somewhere. Hopefully, you get self, yeah. you know, self service. <laughs> tell yes, yeah, tell me names of of successful, famous people who are Dys dyslexic. Dyslexic. There we go. Keanu Reeves, dyslexic. Cher, dyslexic. Steve Jobs supposedly was dyslexic. So. Oh, I think Tom Cruise. Tom, Tom Cruise. Yeah, John Lennon was, was dyslexic. Oh. It's a good company. Yeah. All so right. anyway, what are do you do we have time to to say what you two are up to next or planning? Yeah, cuz there's not much at least for me. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> no, you two are always planning. Nothing. <laughs> uh I'm going to do the relay for life and uh I signed up for my work has a team and so I'm volunteering to do all of those late night hours that nobody else wants to do is my plan. That's awesome. So I'm going to do, I'm going to start doing some fundraising for that. Um, but I don't have any, there's a little cool uh, 5K in, in my little bitty neighborhood on 4th of July that I think I'll go run. You should do that. And um, there's a couple races out there that um, I'm just, I kind of want to try and find some that are kind of close to where I'm at so I'm still kind of scoping out the area but I don't have anything really big planned there's well, a few of them I want to go run the Burning Man Ultra one year but I don't know if I can get anybody to go with me <laughs> well, <laughs> there'll be, there'll I, be plenty of people to... once you get there uh, there'll be plenty of people once you get there yeah yeah if I if I'm gonna run the Burning Man I have to at least run one lap naked and I just I'm not sure that I'm there yet <laughs> A, a friend of mine had sent me that that link to that race. This is, I think, this is like a couple years ago, a few years ago, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's my scene. <laughs> Go with Angela. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. So no, I don't have any big plans. Well, when is the relay for life? July eighth. Oh, that's coming up quick. Oh, and so yeah, you're running at nighttime. Like, is it all night long or like? It's they do it from, they, st uh -oh. I don't, I should know what time they started, but I don't. They start it at like 10 in the morning and go until 10 the next morning or something. But it's like for a whole day, there's somebody. And so we've got lots of people signed up from work to be on the track. And it's just at the high school track. Um, but I just think that uh, our team should always have somebody on the track. Like we should never, mm. we're a big, huge company and I, and a big company in the town, in this town, you know, and I think we can't not have somebody on the track at all hours of the day. So can you only have one person on the track at a time or can you have no, several? You can have several on there at a time, oh. but like there's a lot of, of hours in the you know the wee hours of the night where they don't have anybody signed up to 
to walk. So I just said, well, just put me in as a gap filler and I'll just, Uh I'll be there. And if people come off, then I'll get on. And so I'm going to kind of make that my long, I'm going to like maybe run a lap and then walk a lap and run a lap and walk a lap or something. That's going to be great training. That's what I thought. Yeah. And you know what it'll be great training for? (laughs) Across across the years. Uh, Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, now that would be fun. I do think that would be fun. <laughs> Christina? I think we, Christina's yeah, yeah. mom? I, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I've been giving my giving thought to JJ again. Uh, but yeah. I, I don't know. It's Nothing's definite. It's yeah. just, it, it keeps popping up. And I keep seeing darn Arizona plates everywhere. <laughs> everywhere like I'm not joking it's every single day I'm like okay universe I hear ya well, I hear ya <sighs> I don't I don't one of I our one of our friends it. just told me it. he was thinking of Javelina doing Javelina mm-hmm. this year and when he said that I started twitching <laughs> okay so Yesterday, yesterday, you know what I watched? I will admit this. I watched the race briefing. <laughs> of the past year? Yes. I was going to say, they don't have this year's out yet, do they? Uh, no. No, no, no. I watched it again. I watched it again, and I relived it. And how, did, then, it ma- how did it make you feel? It, it, it was... um. It was a little odd. I was just like, "Oh man," you know when yeah. he when he said when when Jamil had said, "Oh, you know, uh, if you're just not having you know a great day or whatever you're training for whatever reason, you can drop down to the hundred k." And I'm like, "Oh man, oh yeah." If only and I had I, made that decision before I started the race. Yeah, yeah, you could have, yeah, we could have, you could have dropped down either at the expo or at uh, that race morning of, at the the timing, uh, the timing tent. I'm like, gosh darn it. But, you know, you know, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I did, I, I did have that brief moment of thinking while in line at the expo, Maybe I should drop. No, no. <sighs> I didn't have that moment. I just like I, I didn't yeah. even occur to me that I would have that moment on the course. So if you went back and did it, would you do the hundred miler or the hundred k? Well, this is our. This is what I was thinking. I would sign up for that hundred miler, but uh-huh. I would not do the same thing as I did. I, to my head and would immediately drop down and I'm okay with that and this is what I've already I, I've always heard sign up for the 100 miler you're just not feeling it the day before drop down to the 100k there's there's no no shame in that yeah and I'd be okay with that I'd be okay I you know but then a part of me thinks maybe I should just take this year off <laughs> Well, so I, I bet you know what, and this is what it's going to come down to. 
if indeed I'm going to go for it again, I have to decide like now. Yeah. Like I have to get my butt in gear now. So I think June and it, and depending on if this little hill thing doesn't progress or get worse, then I think that's going to be the deciding factor rolling into July. Cause anything after July is just going to be in, no point. There's no point in me even pursuing if it's going to be after July. There's just no way I can start in August. Well, I mean, you could use Rob's training method, which is sign up for the race less than a week ahead of time. (laughs) So true. But I'm sure he trained for it longer than that. He's just perpetually, he is ready any day, anytime, anywhere to go out and run 100 miles. Right. That's just disturbing. Well, Well, because, I mean, he's consistently training. He's consistently running long. You know, that's not me. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm taking this weekend off. Yep. Well, you've, you've got to do that, though, to recover. I mean. Yeah, but, you know, when I think about it, like, this time last year, I was ahead in my training than what I am now. Yeah. Because even after Leona from last year, I was still... I think my May was still kind of low, but it wasn't, I was still training. Like pretty much all of last year, I didn't have like big stretches. Like, oh, I went to run for like four days and I'm like, ah, okay. There's no, I did not go longer than, well, not until later September where I took a, a few days more but off. But if you decide you have time. I do, but it'd have to be like now, yeah. like right this month, it would have to be. Okay, so you don't have to decide tomorrow, but every day kind of gauge which direction you're going. It was so funny. Yesterday, I got done with the trail run with my, uh, a friend of mine, and I was... I was leaving, I was, I was driving and I had to hit a a red light and there's two lanes that turn left and I had to turn left. And normally I was going to get on the, um, the left lane, uh, the outer left lane to turn, turn left and not the middle lane. Normally I do that, but I know up ahead, the street had, um, road work on it and it was going to go down to one lane after the freeway. I'm like, well, okay, let me hop on the freeway. So I decided to get in the middle lane to turn. So I'm still in that lane because it's always so hard for me to move over because cars just keep coming. So I went in the middle lane and just as I got up to the top or to the to the front, to the light, I looked over to the car that was in the left lane, which I normally would have gotten in, and Arizona plate. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> laugh <laughs> so silly uh, well girls I have to be the party pooper okay you're, you're going to work in like four hours uh, so yeah <laughs> I will be in my car drinking that one cup of coffee to, in, in eight hours <laughs> this it was, was great was it was nice okay. to talk to you guys we should it do was, it again sometime. <laughs> yeah, just not not in seven months. Yeah, right. not in seven months. Let's do it before then. 
Yeah. Let's let's chat again like after Melissa's race or or event, I should say. Yeah, oh, that's a good idea. Race. I think so. Yeah. I think that would be very good. I I really want to hear all about it. Yeah, I do too. All right. It's a deal. Right. I think uh, yeah. I'm excited. And maybe by then you'll have a better sense of what October holds for you, Christina. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Okay. Yeah. All right, girls. All righty. Good night. And oh, Good night. thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were recording we- this. <laughs> <laughs> oh and it was funny because I, I went on the website just before we came on here just to find out you know what was our last episode and I'm like okay I think we need to change that description yeah oh yeah okay. we'll have to have a little uh website work party yeah yeah we'll, we'll update it we'll... yeah I don't remember the password so <laughs> someone oh. else might have to do it. I think I remember it but I won't say it on the air yeah let's not say it on the air <laughs> no <laughs> All right. Until next time, then. All right. Good night. Good night.